This is Terry Moore. I have no bumpers. This is Terry Moore, and you're watching Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast, and I'm so glad you are. He hated it three episodes in, but by the fourth episode, he was sold. You're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box with Juan Doyle, Tim, and that prick Gabe who didn't think he might finish WandaVision. <laughs> I didn't like him for like an hour when he accused me of getting sick by being a jackass. <laughs> he couldn't go skydiving. Oh, no. I was very upset by that for a short period of time. <laughs> <laughs> Are we recording or what? Probably. Okay. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Thinking Outside the Long Box. I'm Gabe. I'm Doyle. I'm Juan. Fuck him. Today, t- today, we are going to be talking about... The new Disney Plus Marvel television show, WandaVision. Well, I guess, like, not really the new one. We're coming back and talking about it now that it's wrap up. There's a new new one already. (laughs) A new new WandaVision? No show. Oh. Oh, yeah. I figured we would probably want to try to at least watch that for... Well, we'll talk about that in a second. So... (laughs) Sure thing. So... Okay, so the last time we talked about WandaVision, we were, like, what were we, like, three, we were three episodes in, and I think a fourth one was, like, coming out that night or something like that, Um, and I did not actually watch them until, like, this week, (laughs) like, I didn't ever catch up on it, Um, so I'm really glad I did. (laughs) Um, it makes me want to go back and watch um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because I know there's a lot of tie-ins there. So, I don't know. It makes me want to go back and watch like nine seasons of show. Yeah. <laughs> so much that. show. Well, I think I, only have to, I think I only have to watch like five seasons of it because I know I watched the first few. I am completely <laughs> Agents of Shield. I honestly, I heard it got better once like Ghost Rider got back into it. But after like the first season, I thought it was pretty lame for quite a while. Just don't I like me personally. I'm not saying anybody else, but it's like one of those weird shows where I would like it. It was when I was watching most everything on Netflix, like the season after, like the season premiere of. Season three would come out and I'd be able to binge watch like season two kind of thing, you know, so I would I would watch it like a season at a time. And in between seasons, I would just forget about it and then just never like around the fourth season. I just didn't watch it. (laughs) Well, I I record everything uh, on the TV. And so when you record a series it just like the next time a new episode comes on, it just records it, and so there yeah. are there are things where it's like, oh shit, this whole this a new season started, and it's just there. <laughs> the so. Sixty new episode <laughs> <Yeah>. of Survivor. <laughs> no, sadly, that hasn't come back in a while. You uh, you okay over there? <laughs> yeah, what's going on? Just I'm at, just looking for something. Cows and flipper. It's my dream. All cows will. Escape to the sea. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird dream. 
I will no longer have to murder them. Flip them boxes. <laughs> <laughs> Our dreams are so small. Oh man. <laughs> so how about you guys? What do you think of it over the the course of the series? Wandavision. Yeah. I thought it still sucked for like another episode, <laughs> and then it picked right up after that. Like, obviously, towards the end, I think everybody who watched it that I've heard of liked it. Like, once you get to like the sixth, like seventh and eighth, I think episodes. Yeah. But before that, it's just like it's just more slow shit. Basically, until what's her ass, like an evil chick who I can't remember her name right now. Um, so I've only been awake for like ten minutes. <laughs> shows up like the show's pretty boring until she shows up. You think so? I just thought I, like I don't know. There are like I said before, every episode had like five to ten minutes of stuff in it that made me not hate it. Like I would like laugh enough to think that I'd be like, ah, that's right, cool. But I was, but it was just so slow. I really felt like you could have cut like half of that show away. For sure. And it, like that it, it's, and cra- it's only eight episodes. It's crazy because so it's, it's, it's nine episodes. Or nine. Uh, nine yeah. episodes. For me, it was brutal until the last two episodes. So the the one before the one where the, the purple lady whose name I can't remember now, and I'll go back and read the, the thing here in a little bit. She says, Ah, oh, it's all because of me at like at the very end and then the new the next two episodes are really good. Um and but it's what I think I'm gonna like more about Falcon and the Winter Soldier is that you immediately jump into we know who the bad guys are. We know what's going on. You know sort of well, for the I mean, most part, we, it's we think, more obvious, right? Yeah. We think Bucky is is fighting his own demons, and he's you know he feels bad for this old dude, and we he's think going through a twelve step process. He's making his amends, right? <laughs> and, and and we and and uh, you know Falcon is obviously now I think regretting giving up his shield because somebody else is taking up the mantle, and so you 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 dude with I, a weird face. What? That dude's face like is weird. <laughs> Just, just the way his face is arranged. Yeah, like he's got like a weird jutting chin and like hollow, sunken eyes. <laughs> the new Captain America. Yeah, yeah. Sophia said the same thing. He's just got a fucking punch me face. Like he, he looks like a younger Walters from Up. Have you guys seen that meme? He looks exactly like that. He's um, what? What's the name of the main guy from Big Trouble in Little China? Kurt Russell. Kurt he's, Russell. He's, Kurt Russell's, he's Kurt Russell's son. No, he's not. Yeah. Is it really? I just Is it read, really? I just read an Man. article today. His face hit every branch on the way down the ugly tree. <laughs> oh, Holy wow. shit. And <laughs> so so for for me, you know, WandaVision seemed more and more well, like I, see, I thought that was like some fake meme. I haven't seen the show yet. What are we talking about now? That guy's face. No, he for sure looks like a wad of, like, his face looks like it's made out of dough. So wait, why is <laughs> he like the new Captain gum. America? Well, you gotta, watch the, you gotta watch this, the first episode, bro. I don't wanna, we don't wanna ruin the whole first episode for you. All, all, all you said so far is the guy has a fucked up face, which I agree with, but... Well, there's a whole story behind why he's the next Captain America. There's I not thought, much of a story. It's, <laughs> it's there, it's, it's like the anyway. end of it, yeah. I thought Falcon was supposed to be the new Captain America. I know. Basically, you the, watch the, pre- the first episode. Just, okay. 
the premise of the show is that he chooses not to take the mantle because it belongs to Steve. That's it. Like, and the government says they need a new one. So there you go. (laughs) Black man surprised. But yeah, can't be Captain America. No, he didn't want to be Captain America. That's what they want you to think. (laughs) (laughs) So they gave it to Bitter Beer Face over there. (laughs) Bitter Beer Face, like that dude from that commercial. Which I assume is just them talking about IPAs back in the day. <laughs> no, for, well, going back though, my for me, WandaVision just seemed like it had no, it had no direction until that until she presented herself. There, you knew nothing about what was going on. There was you can't have a real story if you don't really know what's going on until episode seven or eight. Like that's that's no crazy. Way, this show got really, really good right around episode five. When okay, so episode person, five, then you're almost three quarters of the way through the when season. When the first person, when the first person goes through the barrier, is when the show like super picks up. But there's enough intrigue by like the the end of the third and the whole fourth episode. Like if we would have watched the fourth episode before we talked about it, I definitely would have had a different opinion about it on that episode. Because like it it's not necessarily giving you all of it. And I think a big part of it is because they're trying to like stretch it stretch what should have probably been like a movie into nine episodes. I think it's it's like It's like in a really weird space where I think it's too big of a story to tell in like 90 minutes, but it's too small of a story to tell in like eight hours, you know, like they, they definitely could have done this as like two movie length, like special, like a limited series. But clearly, they're wanting to push it into like another another season. I I don't know that it'll have another season. I think they're going to go into well, the, well. I know Scarlet Witch will be in the next Doctor Strange movie, so I think they'll pick up her story in in that movie. Oh, that makes sense. If it was just like a limited series, but still, it could have been Agatha is a like been bad guy for well. that as well. Because the Agatha storyline could go pretty easily into a Mephisto storyline, and I've heard it's supposed to go there. So, oh yeah, all of that stuff with like Agatha and the the Darkhold and Ghost Rider being in Agents of Shield, and like some of the Agents of Shield characters like crossing over, like definitely screams that that's the direction that the next phase of the MCU should take. Yeah, I just think a lot of people were were digging and intrigued by how it looked and how it was presented more than the actual writing and the story that was there. Cause you've said it before. Once you get halfway into a season, I shouldn't have to wait that long for something to happen. You know what I mean? And once Agatha shows up and they start fucking with outside of this, the, the sphere or her little piece, it becomes way more interesting. But we've crossed over the halfway mark of a season, and that's way too long. I just think it, I think it gets interesting before you do. But other than that, I don't, and I don't think it's the visual aesthetic of it. Like, I think the story actually gets really interesting right around episode four. 
just because you're starting to see that there's something outside and that there's things coming in and they see the beekeeper. And I do like the way they revealed like how all those things happened. Like I thought that was really cool. I don't know. I like swimming together. (laughs) Once, once Dorothy, Dorothy, Darcy, Darcy comes into the show that made it a little bit better to me because not because of her, but because they started doing like the flip back and forth through time. So you kind of had an idea of what was starting to go on. But even that I felt like was still slow paced for like an episode or two, but it was better than the first three. It was like the first three episodes were a strong thumbs down for me. Cause it just was nothing was there. It was just them being alive and then she comes on for like two episodes and then those two episodes start to tell you something so like those episodes were okay and then i felt like after that it was pretty good so like episode six for me is when it started being good this show kind of forced us all to break our one rule about shows like all of us hate waiting several episodes for a show to get good yet all of us did that because we knew this would pay off but if this wasn't a marvel property there's no way we would have sat through an entire season just to get to where we got because because you're you're hoping that the payoff is something that changes what's happening in the future you know what i mean this go ahead gabe They've earned that from us, though, by like yeah. building their universe the way they have. Like they've earned my ability to go, okay, stop <laughs> fucking around and finish this, show. <laughs> right? Like, I will watch it. <laughs> You're like, it's been 15 years of this shit. I know it's gonna be all right. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I dug it. Yeah. I dug it by the end. You know, that's really what what I think about it. But I think three quarters or half of it was just not good as far as the storyline and the a writing perspective. It looked cool. It's fun because Vision and Scarlet Witch are on the screen, but it just didn't tell anything. There was just nothing like Doyle. It just you you progress crazy, crazy slow. It definitely spins its yeah. wheels for like four episodes. I know I know one episode is like the twins get a dog. Like <laughs> And then it dies. <laughs> that was an episode. <laughs> I I I like Agatha. Had Agatha been had I known even by episode two or three, like she's maybe doing something sinister, like th- I that would have been more appealing to me. And then all of a sudden by the time she reveals herself, I'm al- I'm almost like, Well fuck, she's gonna die in two episodes, like cool, fun, or she's gonna get defeated. Like that just seemed like a very small payoff to me. I said I said in a post when everything had wrapped up because everyone was like still butt hurt that Mephisto hadn't shown up and I kind of made a I made a, I made a post and it was like if you were gonna show a villain that huge you needed to do it you needed to drop like obvious hints episode one which they didn't do and Agatha Harkness she's definitely like a B side villain but I definitely feel like she should have had. They should have kind of like hinted at a more sinister side to her character early on instead of her just being like the cre- the nosy neighbor. Like that's not suspicious. I've got nosy <laughs> neighbors in real life and I don't think that they're going to you know trap me in some kind of dark magic spell. <laughs> I but do. like it she's, a pretty, <laughs> she's actually but, a pretty big character in the Scarlet Witch world but 
they're like, like a Scarlet Witch like, is kind of a B they're like character. They're like or something, aren't they? In herself. Well, she, like, she, she like kind of tra- trains her in the comics, yeah. too, right? Yeah. 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 But, yeah um, I, guess, I guess the other part, I mean, and I know this is going to get some too, is besides the with the vision connection, Scarlet Witch is just kind of a boring character. Whoa, she's too powerful. She's Watch too powerful. Out. That's how she's used in the comics too. She's really only ever put in the comics when something epically like crazy has to happen. And then to get around her. Like she's not she's I feel like you get that way when you get too powerful in a world where there's not people that yeah. are that powerful. Like it's not it's not DC where everyone is fucking like Green Lantern or above, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> It's like and the Scarlet like Witch shows up in a Wolverine comic like Wolverine's cool but she can like turn him into an ant and put him on the moon like it's not a thing yeah it's she suffers from a lot of the same problems that Superman does he's just way too fucking strong and it's really hard to write a a compelling story where she's being fully challenged so you know I'll have to forward you guys a link because I wrote I read an article today about how uh, somebody wrote it about how Thor and Superman are kind of similar, um, but Marvel did as far as like their strengths and 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 they're both god. You know, Thor is a god and Superman, I guess, would be perceived as a god. But how how they wrote Thor as a much better powerful being because he went through a lot of emotional change and there's a lot of like emotion behind how he portrays Thor and how he goes through his whole many arcs in in as we've seen him through the marvel world where a superman seems to be very stoic and he's very one note in a lot of these movies he doesn't show a lot of emotional range here's the thing too superman comes from a time that doesn't exist anymore like you don't almost nobody knows the good guy southern farm kid that'll give you the shirt off his back in any situation that person's like pretty fucking rare in normal america (laughs) Because we don't have farm kids running around everywhere, but I think I think he makes a lot more sense. You go back like fifty years to like everywhere's rural America. Like Gabe, you look like you ate a piece of dog shit or something. I just have a hard time chewing carrots. <laughs> oh, okay. You just looked like so like not pleased with what you were doing. You're like, no, I'm just trying to. I'm trying to get these carrots chewed up without like hurting my teeth. <laughs> I guess for me, I don't think I don't think Scarlet Witch is boring. I just think that in the same way that Superman is overpowered, I only think Scarlet Witch is compelling when she's dealing with like her own personal issues. Like Superman isn't interesting to me unless it's like something in his mind is like affecting his decision making and like is pushing him to do something he wouldn't normally do. And Scarlet Witch is supposed to be like she's stronger than the Sorcerer Supreme. So she's like this ultimate wizard. And really the only things that like prevent her from like just wrecking fucking face on the entire earth is the people that she cares about. And yeah. and, and that even goes those up people down. are that close to being like, hey, I'll wreck you too, fucker. <laughs> exactly. Like when she loses when she loses control of herself or like she, time she loses her way, like she fucks things up like all the time. Like and it's 
I, I think that's interesting because they try to use her that way, but that's what's compelling about the Vision and Wanda stories is that it's her like emotional side, like it's her relationship with her husband that yeah. makes it interesting, not her ability to like wreck face all through like the universe. Well, yeah. it, that's it, kind it, of what I was trying to say about Superman. It was the same thing. It was like that's why he can be kind of stoically put off, but because he is that way also, but also he's not that deep of a character because right. he's like basically had like perfect farm boy like life growing up like he just doesn't have a lot of issues and he's ultimately powerful the crops didn't come in doyle yeah well he could just change that if you want (laughs) (laughs) that he could uh no i i agree i i think that her ability to show that emotion especially because who fuck if i could wreck the world and my husband like just got his head caved in by some dude like shit would probably get pretty wrecked because you're dealing with a lot of stuff (laughs) there's a real real emotions you know and it so i feel like it's connective more than uh than superman is when he's just he just feels very stoic and plain he is very plain (laughs) which is a shame because henry cavill is a good actor yeah, he is. I, I, it's just a most of the time thing. Like they haven't put him in a story where to have anything else. Every Superman story starts out like you had the original movies, which were good at the time. Maybe I don't know. Pretty terrible now. But I did too when I was a kid. But that doesn't mean they're good. <laughs> All right. And then you gotta, you know, they bring him back and they gotta tell the fucking story for some reason because. I guess not everybody knows how Superman came to be. So you have basically a throwaway movie. But I thought it was I thought it was actually pretty good, the first new Superman, Man of Steel, but everybody hates it when he fights. I thought it was uh, pretty good too. Yeah, it had special good special effects and everything. I think a lot of people gave for it someone jumped, because he killed somebody. It's not great. <laughs> it made sense why he killed him. I mean it's an yeah. okay movie. <laughs> sure, but it's not bad. Like I don't think it's a bad it's, movie. I don't think it's a bad movie. It's just not a great movie. <laughs> yeah, but then for some reason they jumped right into Batman, like killing Superman. I, I have no. There's a lot of stuff you could tell in between there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And still, I don't yeah, care I how you write it. It was it was a compelling it was a compelling story in comic book form. But I don't care how you write it. That just story doesn't make sense. Like, <laughs> love Batman. It's never happening. <laughs> What are you talking about? Batman's always killing Superman. <laughs> yeah. For you to kill Superman, it's like he had to be drunk. It's <laughs> He's like the Superman from Superman 3. Yeah. Well, he makes he makes those grenades with the with the green kryptonite. With the yeah. kryptonite. Yeah, but the but, other shit. Like, he's standing there, and like giant fucking like sound things like burst up out of turrets. And I'm like, you realize he saw that eight miles ago through the building as he listened to Bruce uh, Bruce's heartbeat slightly faster like yeah. that shit just is not real like <laughs> they the problem was like it comes back to the problem of writing superman 
you have to forget that he has all of these abilities if you were to write anything even remotely compelling. Because otherwise, you just explain everything away. You'd never be able to get to jump on him because he can see through shit. He can hear through things. It's he can. Pretty much the truth. That's why the injustice yeah. line like works is because like when Superman goes evil, yeah, he fucks them all up. All of yeah. <laughs> like, like I think that's why I think that's why I'm more compelled towards the like the original first i think it was the first one and the new first one because he's fighting beings who are his equal and so he has to go through his own emotional bullshit to try and win that those fights you know it's not just fucking some human he can just bat away you know those are his equals and so i think that makes it more compelling <clears throat> well yeah if he has to like has to like try it's <laughs> good that was like I mean, the biggest thing about and i know you guys haven't watched it the Snyder Cut. Well, the biggest thing about it was like there was still repercussions when Superman came in. He didn't just wake up and go like, ah, "I'll be bitch slapped Steppenwolf a couple of times, <laughs> get out of here." I do <laughs> believe in injustice in the American way, or whatever he yeah. says. I mean, he he still is much more powerful than Steppenwolf, but there's more going on than just that. And like, ultimately, without another thing happening, like Superman coming back wasn't enough. Like, so like. That actually that was one of the biggest things that made that movie good again to me. I was like, I hated that so much in the original version. Well, where he just wakes up and fucking taint slaps Steppenwolf <laughs> and it's over. Let's save some of that. He literally for does. For that, our live that episode. Whole, that whole scene, well, he just like shows up behind him and then literally bitch slaps him through that thing they're standing on. Yeah. <laughs> WandaVision like has a 91% critic score and an 81% audience score. That seems awfully high to me. That feels fair to me. I, I know we all just we all bitch about how long it takes to get on the rails. Like to me, anything Wanda, not, maybe not 20. To me, anything Marvel gets a free 15%. I think it's about 15% worse than what it says it is. Unless it's just amazing, like. Ragnarok, like that movie is just good. Okay, well, because well, there's there's always going to be an army of fans that no matter how bad a movie is, they still love it. That's why we got the Schneider cut in the first place. That's that's because, why we get more DC movies, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. That's that's why you end up with you know, I know we're uh, not Thor, Thor Dark World or fucking Iron Man 2, like horrible <laughs> MCU movies that still track higher in the ratings than things that are comparable to them. Like, yeah. you're not going to find the sequel to Blade. You're not going to see Blade 2 rated that high. I like Blade <laughs> as, 3. As Blade Man. 3 was the worst. Blade 3 is the better <laughs> example. What happened? <laughs> I feel like Blade 1 and 2 is like a cohesive thing, kind of. Minus some like abusive special effects in the second film, someone should have just been slapped for that. But <laughs> yeah, the third movie just goes off. His name's radius. Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the third movie he's wearing like suede and shit. I'm like, what happened to Blade? <laughs> we don't call him Dracula. We call him Drake. Anyway, back to Wandavision. He got that money, bro. He got that money. Uh, so what what did you guys think about the the payoff at the end? You know, so Vision goes on his own way, and then the the end scene, uh, Scarlet Witch is reading the Darkhold while she's cooking dinner. Two Scarlet Witches. 
She doesn't really she's, feel uh, like she's oh. astral projecting like uh like strange at the end there, yeah. Oh, like and the it. you mean the credit in credits? And yeah. Stuff? yeah, yeah, yeah. Vision win. I mean, he's. I think he's gonna go find himself probably, but he I definitely win his own uh, way. He yeah, basically well, just, like, fucked off at the end. He's yeah. just like, all right, I'm going to go do my own thing now. I am I Vision. The, right. I didn't see the end of credit scene, so I got to watch that. Oh. The the Vision versus Vision fight, I thought, was the most comic book thing I've seen so far in any Marvel anything. How do you get one of the strongest characters to fight itself? With a moral quandary between two <laughs> android brains. I thought it was perfect. The whole ship of Theseus scene I thought was incredibly well written for Marvel. I agree. It was I well done. agree. They should have just combined, I thought. Because he's never going to win himself in a physical fight. That He just keeps phasing in and out. At one point, they're like phasing together. It's weird. They're like do, stuck like, in each other. Well, like he's watching. By like phasing his hand halfway through and then maintaining control of his hand for a second. Yeah, some, but he's like, there's some really cool shit in that fight. It's the Terminator 2 scene, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Where he punches through the liquid metal guy and he transforms his head into his hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, what I don't get, right, is, and I, this is off topic, Terminator 2's special effects. Some of them are pretty fucking good, that scene included, where he punches the liquid metal Terminator and he transforms his body into his hand where his head used to be. Yeah. And then you somehow get Blade 2 fight scenes <laughs> that were drawn with a coloring book. Like, I don't understand what happened there. 90s were a money. weird time, man. <laughs> Did they just give like, Guillermo del Toro the movie, but they're like, but no money for you. <laughs> you can make it $8. That's it. Well, it's just just look at a film like uh, I Am Legend with historically the worst CGI I think anyone's ever seen in a movie. Uh, those lions are rough. It's Dude, the, the creatures are rough. Those, those why zombies, they man. That movie that way. One, well, I will the never. The zombies understand. are a million times better looking than the lions. <laughs> so that's like what it's in the same movie, but but the, but the zombies also, still look like they're claymation. They're awful. How do you get? <laughs> How do you get what, in my mind, is a perfectly written horror short story? It's probably one of the best ones I've ever read. I don't know yes. if you agree with this game, but... I, I do. Richard Matheson's I Am Legend is quite possibly one of the greatest horror shorts ever written. And so, how do you take that? And it's incredibly easy, too. It's nothing crazy. It's just the twist at the end is just perfect. And then you just make bad movie after bad movie after bad movie on the premise. Like, I don't get it. It's, it a, is. Cookie, it's a cookie cutter. Like, you can just follow the recipe. It'll be good. I guarantee it. Just make the movie. Like, it is really weird to me that this super simple, incredibly, like, cohesive story written by somebody who wrote television and movies yeah. and they can't fucking turn it into a good movie. Like, it makes no kind of sense. <laughs> well, a Mega Man was the closest we've got. <laughs> you think, do you really think, I think Last Man on Earth is better. Um, I think it's a better I Am Legend story. 
I like Omega the Man goes series. Off, Omega Man goes off the rails, completely off the rails. It's not even really I Am Legend story. It's just its no. own fucking thing. But I kind of like it. I love it because it's Charlton Heston crazy, but it's not a very good adaptation. <laughs> so WandaVision was cool. <laughs> yeah, We've had about a million. I logged into a million and one tangents for this episode. So I'm going to give the first five episodes about a 50%, and then the next four episodes, uh, the next two episodes, 75%. And then I'm probably up in the 80s and 90s for the last two. Yeah, me too. I'm pretty close to that. Maybe a little, maybe a little different, but pretty close. I would say overall, the show is like a 75. Like it's, it's pretty good. Like it's better than average, but it's like still a C. <laughs> it, it, it ends real strong. It ends yeah. super, super strong. That I 100 percent agree. And with. like I said, I've I've heard nothing but good things about where they think it's going. And how Doctor Strange two might be like heavy on Scarlet Witch about her trying to him trying to help her and 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 you know Wanda trying to because she's gonna have some kind of repercussion for creating and enslaving people um, and so it's it's supposed to be pretty heavy on the Scarlet Witch. Well, he's about the only character that could do anything. Mm-hmm. So that reminded me of something real quick that I wanted to bring up that I'm glad I didn't forget. WandaVision is also the darkest film or anything that Disney has produced. Think about yeah. it for a second. Wanda, Wanda Maximoff literally enslaves an entire town in middle America and basically tortures them with mind control. You know, at the end of the series, they're begging yeah. her to release her via death because they're yeah. tired of, yeah. of, of living her nightmares, whatever those might be. Like, I mean, you don't got to think about it that hard. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty brutally dark. But it's, but it's, but it's so whitewashed. It's, it's like five seconds in the last episode where they're just like, "Please release us or let us die." Uh, I kind of, I kind of felt that way from the first time that Vision makes somebody tell him the truth. Like yeah, episode yeah. Like three, I think it was. I was like, the from there on, the, I was like, oh fuck, these people do not want to be the there. Guys, yeah, like, these people are getting fucked up. <laughs> You've got to remember also that we're 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 mostly experiencing this from her point of view. So she may have just kind of like blocked all of that stuff out as well, as opposed to it just being kind of thrown under the rug where she just doesn't want to hear it. I don't yeah. think she can really actually read minds, so I'm not so know, sure. I don't she know can if that's either. one of her powers or not. I don't know that much about her. She I can think, she can I fuck with people's can. minds. Yeah, I know that, but I don't know if she's the like... only thing that prevented her from from reading the evil witch's mind was the runes. Like, yeah, like, she does read Tony Stark's mind in Age of Ultron. Yeah. She sees well, she sees his fears. I think she says whether or not that's mind reading is up to the MCU to de- define later on. I guess <laughs> she probably at one point or another <clears throat> probably has been able to read minds. Well, I gave my rating. Yeah, Tim, <laughs> I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. I guess I'm the last one to go. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a thumbs up. But it is definitely a slow burn. It's it's like Blade Runner level slow burn. You're gonna sit through about an hour and a half worth of almost nothing to finally get to the point. Yeah, that's uh, about yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, but it's that, like having a kidney stone time. develops over time. Excruciating <laughs> 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 moment. I've never had a kidney stone, so I don't know. Oh, dude, I, 
I was going through the end of one right when I got COVID. And the motherfucking doctor people, I'm pretty sure, are the ones that gave me the fucking kidney stone. Because they made me start taking, like, potassium pills for this other shit I had to take. And it's just a potassium buildup. Even the doctor was like, yeah, we probably did this to you. I was like, <laughs> like oh, cool. Like, you know, it only yeah. feels like I'm pissing out fucking glass. I don't even know. Yeah, it's a ridiculously bad feeling. Been been there before, my friend. It's awful. <laughs> Especially the end when you're like the when you piss it out. I'm getting a lot of old people shit in this at this point in my life. I thank God kidney stones isn't one of them yet. I never <laughs> dealt with it until then, man. Just peed once, like some blood came out and it felt like someone cut the inside of my dick with a razor blade. I was like, <laughs> No. Jesus. <laughs> and just like WandaVision, the ending of this episode is too excruciating to listen to. <laughs> but it manages to finish strong. Hey. Yes. Hey. Doyle always finishes strong. <laughs> well, with that said, everybody, uh, be sure to check us out at TOTLB.com. You can find us on Patreon at Patreon.com slash TOTLB. And, of course, YouTube.com slash Thinking Outside the Long Box. Give us a subscribe, a like, a follow. Uh, all of those things. One is frozen. One is frozen. Uh, yeah. Uh, your video yeah, is. But you're talking, so there's that. That's all we need is audio. <laughs> Uh, past that, be sure to give us a call on the Michael Kirk Memorial Hotline. He banged midgets. Now he's dead. 970-536-1148. Till next time, I've been Gabe. I'm Tim. I'm Doyle. I'm Juan. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> Later, motherfuckers. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube for behind-the-scenes information and more content! Thinking Outside the Long Box is a barren space production! Ah!